0: Triple Six Rivals back once again. I'm your host, T, and with me as always
1: is your other host, D.
0: All right, today we'll be talking about three things. The first is direct energy weapons. The second
1: is going to be the different forms of direct energy weapons.
0: And lastly, we're going to talk about the weapon systems and how some of these direct energy weapons have been used in the field and today be all right. right so to start off D tell our audience what is a direct energy weapon
1: so let me define a direct energy weapon for you guys today as either a direct energy weapon or a dew being ranged weapons that use one of several different forms of highly concentrated energy either beams or blasts to damage their targets
0: do you know when the first range weapon was invented, D? Hmm.
1: Uh, no, T1.
0: Well, it goes back longer than most people think. I would say if I was to put a rough stamp on the timeline, I would say almost 100,000 years ago, Oof. when men and women first started throwing rocks. <laughs> that was the first projectile. And then from there, we had slingshots. From there, Just we kidding. had arrows. And from there, we had bullets. Now we have missiles. And apparently we have sound waves, lasers and particle beams which D is going to tell us about shortly, but first I want to ask another question to D. Do yes, you know when D. the first time light was used as an actual weapon?
1: That I know it actually that goes back far to the Uh, ancient Greeks, I believe. I don't remember the exact date. Close,
0: close. It actually has its foundations in Sicily around 212 BC when the Romans invented. Now, at this time, there was a brilliant man by the name of Archimedes, who was a mathematician that lived in the city, and he devised a first-ever death ray. He did this using large mirrors. Now, this experiment has been replicated with some failures and some success, but either way, it's interesting to note that he was literally able to use mirrors as weapons to burn ships almost 2,000 years ago. Like
1: they were little ants with a magnifying glass.
0: Exactly, Dee. So the first weapon system we'll be covering today is the particle beam accelerator. So D, tell us what the particle beam accelerator is.
1: Okay, once again, in the simplest terms possible, I'm just going to cover what's going to be in the production and rollout phase of 2022 and
0: 2023. Sounds
1: good. All right, so first I want to cover examples of what this is, and then I'll cover the logistical part of it. We literally have photon and ion cannons that we are getting ready to equip our aircraft with in 2023, part of the AFRL program, and we're getting ready to equip navy ships with in 2022 make it standard issue
0: now what are they concerned do you know what they're concerned about these navy ships yes what
1: so the navy ships are concerned with two things they're concerned with fleets of very fast low manned vehicles in other words they're small uavs yep and they're also concerned with swarms of drones i can see why which right now there's no effective way to take out the UAVs or the small boats that come at your fleet without damaging your your own friendly so like we don't have a way of concentrating regular projectiles at these people without well, harming not. our if allies. You
0: don't want you definitely don't want to shoot a two hundred thousand dollar missile at a a weapon that literally cost a boat. Low to explosive. Well, if you're gonna, if the
1: chance that you're gonna hit an ally vessel is too high because you can't concentrate the projectile, then that's what the that's what effectively the direct energy weapons are supposed to do. Is they're supposed to be so precise and so concentrated of energy that with the with the stream or with the pulse of energy it takes the target out without affecting the immediate surroundings
0: the next weapon we'll be covering is a laser weapon D now you know I'm not too good with definitions so before I get into Mm -hmm. some of the costs the pluses as well as the minuses of laser weapons tell us what a laser is
1: a laser is basically just a concentrated form of light
0: and they can be they're different forms of lasers, right? I know there's oh, yeah. gas lasers, chemical lasers. Mm-hmm. And usually when we talk about weapons and lasers, we're talking about solid-state lasers. Now, some of the, the benefits of these lasers are, like I said earlier, I mean, to shoot a laser, they've got the cost down somewhere around a dollar to $2 compared to hundreds of thousands of dollars to shoot a missile. Like you said, there's minimal collateral damage. You can... Hi- these are extremely accurate, they travel at the speed of light. Now, I know the laser's main weakness is this thing called thermal blooming. Do you know much about it, Dee? Not really. So basically, thermal blooming is when plasma breaks down in the atmosphere, which causes the laser to basically disperse energy. And whenever there's rain, fog, dust, smoke, or anything like that, It kind of accelerates this process.
1: Okay, so this is one of the problems. Uh, Diffusion of energy is a big problem then.
0: Oh, absolutely. And then at this moment, lasers are still pretty much in the research and development phase. I mean, there are ways to overcome lasers that would be extremely easy, like smoke grenades and... Mirrors. I know the Chinese have developed specialized coating on their weapons to kind of deflect U.S. lasers, so... As that, for the future of lasers, I think it's going to be more geared towards things like you said, like small drones, small boats, things like that.
1: Well, the interesting thing about lasers is with basically particle beam technology, you, with ionization and neutralization of subatomic particles, that's how you overcome this, right? Is you, overcome it, you overcome it with the most sophisticated form of laser, which would be plasma
0: exactly tell me what a plasma weapon is Steve. oh plasma is so cool tell okay. me about
1: it so we are the we have things called plasma shields and what a plasma shield is is it's basically a high-powered shield of little subatomic explosions and those explosions cause a net of energy that will deflect any high powered projectile that's coming at you that's uh it's got to be a non-kinetic projectile that shield should absorb the energy and keep powering itself uh through the oncoming projectiles
0: oh wow so as projectiles as basically bullets or whatever is getting shot at this shield is going to re-energize itself that's crazy and the last weapon we're going to talk about is a sonic weapon basically what a sonic weapon is is they use this a lot of time during protests and crowd controls this works on your your auditory system and basically they have certain frequencies that they know how to manipulate when they do so it makes it so painful that oh basically people scatter and this type of technology is already in use it's been used by LAPD it's been used by governments all across the world now the chinese say that they have absolutely perfected this technology they have developed handheld versions of this and they've been deploying this now in hong kong because i don't know if you know there's been a pro-democracy movement in hong kong since 2019 and basically the chinese government has retaliated with the national security law weapons and i think they just recently uh made their first high high profile arrest but either way the future of energy weapons now the last thing we're going to show for you guys tonight we're going to showcase some of these weapons for you first waves, weapon yeah. is going to be the athena weapon system which stands for the advanced test high energy acid system this system is a prototype laser that was developed to counter what we were talking about earlier the uavs That's right. unmanned drones as well as what they call low-value targets. Now this weapon system was first successfully tested in 2019 by the Air Force in Oklahoma where they successfully shot down multiple drones. But Dee, do you know why governments all over the world are so concerned about direct energy weapons and the future of warfare?
1: No to you why?
0: Well there was an incident in Syria in 2018. It was actually the first ever drone swarm attack Well, oh, wow. Syrian rebels assembled an armada of drones. Unfortunately for them, the Russians were able to beat them back, but this put the world's governments on notice that the age of drone swarm warfare had arrived. Because, for instance, the, you can only imagine a small drone costs Not a lot, right? Yeah, no. And if you were to fix that with some type of projectile, some type of bomb, and you were to fly it right into an F-16, we are talking about billions of dollars of damage. Definitely. And then there have been reports that the Chinese are even developing ultrasonic drones.
1: Ultrasonic drones?
0: So that's why governments across the world have gone all in on laser technology to kind of counter these threats. Now, the next weapon system that we're going to be talking about is the...
1: It's going to be the BEAR system, and that stands for the Beam Experiments Aboard Rocket Project.
0: Well, tell me about that.
1: This was effectively the first time that any government had launched a neutral particle beam successfully. It was a it was Now
0: have other governments tried to do it before?
1: Yes. So other governments are telling our government this is impossible, it can't be done. Oh wow. Okay. Now, Tesla was the first person who theorized that a death ray was possible and a death ray is a part of I heard about a weapon
0: that he did create, but I don't yes, know Yes, he said
1: it was called the de- it's called the death ray.
0: Death ray. All right.
1: So in 1989, part of our US Strategic Defense Initiative
0: Star Wars, with that, Reagan, right?
1: That's right. It was the it scared the Soviet Union, put them on high alert. Absolutely. So that's what this was a part of. That's when we had successfully launched the neutral particle beam accelerator into space aboard a rocket.
0: Sounds good. And how are they planning to use this weapon in the future? Are they using it against drones? Is it going to be no. used for crowd control? This
1: is an this is a anti-missile defense system. So this is effectively developed in order to shoot down missiles while they're in their launch Now, does it
0: destroy the structure of the missile? Does it fry its circuit boards? How does it actually destroy the missile?
1: So what it does is it actually fires the particle beam. The neutral particle beam is fired directly into the... There's a, a period, an intermittent period so when rockets first take off, and this is nuclear warheads, ballistic missiles, all of them, when they first take off in that phase, it takes quite a few minutes for them to get off the ground because of the propellants that we use. This is aimed to target their propellants and their engines while they're in liftoff phase, effectively disarming them and making them completely Basically just ineffective. Basically fall
0: out of car, right? Right wow 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 so the last thing we're going to talk about is how some of these weapons have been used lately we're going to tell you about the attack in syria as well as the havana incident to kind of give you a clearer picture of where the future of direct energy weapons and warfare is going one of the last things we'll be talking about tonight is an incident that happened in 2016 d is going to give us a quick breakdown of what happened so d tell us what happened in havana
1: so there was a U.S. embassy in Havana in 2016 where we had United States and Canadian diplomats reporting, hearing loud electrical grinding and booming sounds before before experiencing loss of consciousness, fatigue, uh, nausea. Uh, upon performing an investigation and brain scans on these diplomats, we actually found out that some of them had experienced minor and medium brain trauma, which our government has come to the conclusion that it was caused by a microwave weapon.
0: Oh, wow. Really, Dee? So tell yes. us, for everybody who doesn't know, what is a microwave weapon?
1: A microwave weapon is basically waves of electromagnetic radiation which are used to disable, debilitate, or destroy the intended target. And we can tune the frequency on these weapons to adjust the level of lethality from disrupting the target to total annihilation
0: of it. And these incidents are spreading across the world. I know of one incident that happened in Austria. I know another that happened in China. Now, Dee, do you know what makes these weapons so scary?
1: No, T. Why don't you tell us what makes them so scary?
0: You can't see them. You you can hear them, but you can't see them. So governments around the world are worried not only about their citizens, but also their armed forces. If you had a large enough sonic weapon and you were directed at a large population, you could do a lot of damage. Now, I know that these technologies are getting smaller and smarter. I know about the Medusa system that's currently in development. Do you want to know about that? So basically, it's a small portable sonic weapon that, like you said, it works on your auditory system. They know how to manipulate the frequencies so when they do it, they can basically make people scatter. So this type of system is used in crowd control and things like that. Now, what is this phaser technology you want to tell people about?
1: The Phaser Microwave Weapon System was initially created by the Air Force and Raytheon in response to concerns over growing drone swarm attacks in Saudi Arabia. and This was actually the first direct energy weapon to ever be deployed in the world, being deployed last year, December 2020. So Phaser is a high-powered microwave cannon whose main use is against UAVs and drones as part of a layered defense system. And the system itself actually uses a laser to identify whether a drone is a potential threat before it locks onto it and fires pulses of high-powered microwave energy at it. And what's so cool about this is because these high-powered microwave energy pulses are such a short wavelength, They can disarm a drone in a microsecond. Now that we've told you guys what microwave weapons are, and we've shown you some of these microwave systems that have already been deployed, T, why don't you tell us about the incident in Syria?
0: On January 6, 2018, Russian forces toward the first ever drone swarm attack in history. Now, why this is so important is because this kind of put the world's governments on notice that a new technology is emerging as well as a new form of warfare. Now, D, you've already told us about the incident that happened in Saudi Arabia. Yes. This incident that happened in Syria, D, was the first ever in the history of its kind. Now, this, you can see a direct correlation between these rising drone swarm attacks and the emerging technologies when it comes to direct energy weapons. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of interesting to see as these attacks kind of increase in their intensity as well as their technical capabilities, how governments around the world are going to respond. And with that, we're gonna close out this episode. As always, I wanna thank you for listening. I'm T. This is D. Thank you so much. And as
1: always, like and subscribe for more content